You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. This is episode 100 of the Wisdom by Wessa show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Donnell. I'm Casey Wilbanks Coletti. And this is Sophia Aguila. Welcome to Wisdom by Wessa on the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, WESA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, we feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western and English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors who you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news for manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. Sophia, we have made it to episode 100. Yes, so exciting. We've officially made it to three digits, and I'm so glad that we got the opportunity to feature 100 stories of people and brands in the Western and English industry. We always try to offer a mix of both Western and English and then apparel tech and, of course, manufacturers and stores. And these 100 stories of the past 100 episodes are really a fun ride to look back on. But of course, we're also excited for the future. And Mike and Casey can feel free to share their own, your own opinions. But I think my favorite part of Wisdom by Wessa is not just learning about the stories behind the brands and the retailers, but also to celebrate the milestones together. And over the past episodes, we've celebrated the 100th anniversary of the Wessa Trade Show and the opening of businesses product launches, awards, and so much more, which I think is really special and exciting. Today, we'll actually continue to celebrate these milestones by not only being thankful for this opportunity to host this podcast and its 100 episodes, but also by celebrating the Westside Top Hand Award winner, a 50th anniversary, and a very special giveaway and of course, I want to say a big thanks to Casey, Mike, and the Horse Ridden Network and the Equine Network for making this podcast possible. And of course, last but not least, the listeners. So thank you all for these 100 episodes. Western Edge was formed in 1988 by Melody and David Edge in Humboldt, Iowa, but their knack for serving the Western market can be traced back to Melanie's grandmother, Thelma Wagner, founder of Wagner's Western Store in Hampton, Iowa, years earlier. Thelma's success as an early woman entrepreneur actually earned her a spot on What's My Line, a popular TV show of the era. Today, Western Edge has expanded its reach into the Western market through three stores, an active online business, and attendance at more than 100 live events throughout the year. Western Edge will receive Wes's Top Hand Award for retailers at the association's January 2023 show in Dallas. Let's talk to Melanie about all this. Melanie Edge, thank you so much for joining us on the Wisdom by Wes' show to tell the story of Western Edge. Well, thank you for having me. 
One of the things that's fun about this show, and we've done, this is our 100th show, by the way, and one of the nice things about doing this show is we often get a chance to talk to businesses whose origin goes back generations and decades. And what's always interesting is that while the products have changed, the marketing methods have changed, things of that nature, the values and the quality and the commitment to service tends never to have changed. And that's why those companies are here for as long as they have been. And I guarantee you that's the case with Western Edge. But when we talked earlier, Melanie, you gave me kind of an interesting background on the ancestor of Western Edge, which really was your grandmother's business. Tell us a bit about Thelma uh, and how she got started in the Western world, and she even became a one-time television star. Absolutely. I don't know that she was a television star, but um, we are a five-generation company, and it did start with my grandmother back in 1958. Thelma Wagner, and we lived, or they lived on a farm at that time and had Hereford cattle as well as Shetland ponies, and they went around and showed them at all the local fairs. She was quite a seamstress, so she started making pony blankets because she couldn't find them anywhere. And then these polyethylene shipping halters that some of you may remember, she would make those from scratch, and then more and more people would come to her and want a curry comb or want some clothes, et cetera, or boots, and the business just grew from there. She started out on the farm. They moved to town. They were in business for 60-some years. She was in her um, 90s, I believe, when they retired. However, in the very beginning, uh, she was chosen by What's My Line, so she went to New York and she sat there, and the um, people that spoke asking her questions um, found out that she made horse blankets in Hampton, Iowa, Wagner's Western Store. For those of our listeners who are a little younger and don't remember What's My Line, it was a tremendously popular show, and clearly it spotlighted her as one of the early women entrepreneurs in the Western world. And that has kind of matriculated down to Western Edge, and the family clearly has the same uh, uh, dedication to the same values and dedication to service and quality, but you've managed to adopt three different marketing methods. You have managed to come up with different approaches to product offering and selection uh, that, that people can have. Why don't you talk a bit about what Western Edge is today? Well, we came from a little old farmhouse, and we uh, rebuilt another store in Humboldt, Iowa. We're very rural. We're out in the country there. And then we grew from there and opened a store in Ames, Iowa. And then after that, we opened another store in Durant, Oklahoma. My husband and I had ties to Iowa State University. What That's why we went there. I have three children, Jessica, Cole, and Clay, who are all involved um, with the business as, as well as their families. Cole, my son, professionally rodeoed a steer wrestler and met his wife at um, a school in Oklahoma, and they started their, our third store down there. You had asked, so we have three brick and mortars. Where this all started is actually going on the road. When I was a young young lady, I was nine years old when we started. My grandparents were always at the Iowa State Fair, 
And then I went to the Iowa State Fair. We had our own booth with my mom and dad. And then when I was 18, I started my own booth at the Iowa State Fair. And now we have three businesses at the Iowa State Fair, and that just keeps growing and growing for us. You mentioned some another thing that we are doing, and that's online. Uh, from being on the road and our, our brick and mortars, we have with social media and how everything has changed from 20 or 34 years ago when I started, we knew we had to have, be online as well. And that has become another, basically another brick and mortar uh, for us. It's that busy and, and we continue to see that that grows every year. Talk a bit more about all the live events you go to every year. You told me you're on the road, what, a couple hundred days a year, something like that. Talk a bit about how that that particular activity fits into uh, the business model you're following. We're on between 160 to 180 days a year. And when we first started, we went everywhere. We went to county fairs. We went to local rodeos. But then as we got farther along into the business. And then as the children got more and more involved after they have graduated from college, we um, opened our horizons and went farther. So now we go basically to the state fairs, Iowa State Fair, Minnesota State Fair, because we're from Iowa. However, we go to the NFR. That's what we're getting ready for right now to go to Las Vegas. After that, we go to the National Western in Denver, and then to the San Antonio Stock Show, and then we'll come back to Iowa um, or the Midwest again, and then we'll go to local horse fairs in March and April, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa, and then we start over again. So we may add some or we'll drop some, um, but the road is intricate and integrates with everything else that we do. Well, and as part of that travel in January, you are going to be at the WESA show and you're going to be presented with the association's top hand award. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. I've got grins from ear to ear. This is quite exciting for us. And thank you for offering that to us. Well, I think that's wonderful. It, I think it's obvious hearing your history, your family history, it, it has to be a tremendous asset to have the knowledge of the industry in conjunction with the store. You know what people need and you know what people want. And I'm not just talking about fashion. I'm talking about all the products you're carrying, Professionals Choice, Classic Equine, Cactus, etc. That just has to come in tremendous handiness for you. It does. And we all work together as a team. I'm very fortunate to have my family with me. And it's with the number of years that I've been doing this, I mean, over on the road, over 55 years, I, I know what sells at a state fair and I'll know what sells at a stock show and, and I have a gut feeling at a rodeo. So that is very helpful. But the, the kids know what's up and coming and we're always on the edge of technology and fashion. And so it's nice to have other, other people helping me with it. Absolutely. And obviously, Mike covered most everything. Um, But tell us about, just explain to us your relationship with WESA and what what it's meant to be a WESA member for you. 
Oh, I have gone to to the um, markets, the Wessa markets, since I was a small child going with my grandparents. I think I started when I was five years old going out to Denver. And um, just being a part of that organization, um, it enables us to know what is going on and to help others and to just be on the cutting edge with our business because you know, to succeed, we have to have the right things. The other combination is customer service. You know, without our our uh, customers, we'll, we're certainly not there. But to get them here, we have to have the right things. And WESA always works with that very much and very strongly. They work for their members and for the people that come to their shows. So we appreciate that. We talked before about um, the fact that trends change, products change, everything changes that you have to be aware of and support. But as I looked on the website, uh, my guess is that your grandmother and even you in the early days didn't quite envision you'd be selling casual shoes. But look at you and take a look at the website. Talk, Talk a little bit about how those changes in product line fit into your plans. Well, it certainly has changed. When I first started, I, I was just a, a full Western store, and we're, we're going after the Western lifestyle. The farmers and ranchers are our base, and that's what we want to work with. However, uh, we were seeing all the youth and the kids going to the rodeos, et cetera, were wearing casual shoes, and, and they were buying them elsewhere. So... Twisted X came along, and we had a great relation, or we had a great re- relationship with them, and we started designing shoes, and that really put our foot in. People just nationwide wanted our designs, and so that just exploded for us. And then now the next thing that we've gone into is, hey, dude, and they're very strong for us. Uh, has just exploded. Not only are they in for the Western people, actually, the livestock people came to us first and asked for them, the people that show hogs, and then they went to cattle and sheep, and then it went to my rodeo people, and then the horse people. But, of course, we have hit the whole public with the Hey Dude shoe. Everybody wants to wear that. And I feel that casual shoes are going to be strong from here on out, but I am happy to say we're seeing a strong resurgence in our boot selling as well, and fashion for women's, and that has been a long time coming too. So we are happy to take care of the two Western folks out there, but the people that we have gathered into our customer base of the urban people, we want to keep them. And so we feel that there's going to be place for both. I never thought that I would be a footwear company, but as you can tell on our website, it's huge, full of casual shoes. Well, not only that, but you said something I'm sure that Casey perked her ears up at when you said fashion. Uh, Casey, you might pursue that a little bit more. (laughs) I always mention the fact that it's it's a hard industry. I mean, fashion is ever evolving and fashion predictions are a huge thing, but there's so much competition. Uh, It always interests me how somebody can stay relevant for a consistent amount of time in the fashion industry, especially in the Western 
fashion industry. Um, maybe you can just give us some insight on how you stay on top of that game. Well, one, again, I, I keep going back to my family. Um, my son's wife, Tori, and my daughter, Jessica, have a niche um, for what is strong and where things are going. So I do rely upon them. Um, I do like going to Dallas because for our market in that we see what the whole world sees. And I think it has stepped up the Western um, fashion game. And so it is easier to see what is really strong and hot and then bring that back to our customers. Um, It's always a challenge to work with social media, but one has to be on Facebook and get back uh, to our clientele and ask them, you know, do you like this or do you like that? And and hopefully you have it right, but not always. And it's just the skips and the bumps in the business, but we've been very fortunate with trying to figure that out. And so we look forward to this coming year. Well, and I think Wessel looks forward to having you there, not only because of the the top hand award, but, you know, as I had mentioned before, WESA is filled with companies that can trace their origin back generations that believe in service and quality, and but also believe that to be relevant, they have to market what the customer wants today, not what they wanted yesterday. And that is a fine line to tread, and you clearly have been treading it with a great deal of expertise, and we're just thrilled that you took the time to chat with us and everybody who listens to the Wisdom by Wessa show. Well, thank you so much for asking me, and we look forward to our January market. We've got a special guest today, Judy Wagner of Montana Silversmiths. She was on about a year ago talking about a special promotion to be uh, held at the Wessa Show in 2022. She's back with Montana Silversmith that's celebrating their 50th anniversary to talk about another promotion for the Wessa Show in January 2023. Let's have her tell us about it. Hey, Judy Wagner of Montana Silversmiths. Welcome back to the Wisdom by Wessa Show. Well, thank you very much, and congratulations. I understand this is your 100th episode. This is our 100th show, and we're excited about it, and we're also excited that you are back because you have some exciting news to share about what Montana Silversmith is going to do this January. You had a great uh, promotion last January, and now for the January Wessa show, you've got something else. Why don't you tell us all about it? Uh, we do. I'm really happy to share with our partners and our and our friends out there. It will be our 50th anniversary for Montana Silversmith. We started in 1973. And throughout the year in 2023, we will be celebrating with everyone, starting officially on January 12th at the WESA Market. And uh, the party will actually be that Thursday from 3 to 5. So we invite everybody to come by and uh, check out what we're doing there. Great. But you also have another aspect. Last year you gave, I remember... Uh, there was an auction, and you provided a very uh, interesting and attractive item. You've got something else in mind for this year, right? 
We do. You know, we couldn't be as successful as we are and have lasted 50 years without our retail partners. And last year, uh, we put together a buckle for everyone to buy raffle tickets with. And those raffle tickets then went to West Trust. This being our 50th anniversary, in our logo, in Montana Silversmith's logo, we have a shadow man, we call him. It's a rider on a horse. And we actually are doing a bronze sculpture for our 50th anniversary. And we will be putting out raffle tickets the same way we did last year. And all proceeds will go to restaurants. Actually giving back to the association, giving back to our partners, giving back to our friends uh, as we celebrate our 50th anniversary. Well, what a wonderful idea. And I uh, envy the person who ends up with that sculpture. Uh, of course, Montana Silversmith has always been a leading light in the Western world. And your creativity as the marketing manager always shows through. And I'm sure that our listeners are going to be intrigued with the possibility of what all they can do. Plus, it sounds like they can just come to one heck of a party. Well, it's going to be a heck of a party, but I also wanted to add one little tidbit in on this beautiful sculpture. We're naming it American Made. It does. It is the, the horse and rider carrying a flag, and I think that's really important. You know, back to uh, uh, faith, family, uh, and and everything. You know, where we come from, what we do. We're celebrating that with the 50th anniversary with some new products, and we really welcome everybody to come and really view this sculpture. Have celebrate with us for our 50th and know that that this sculpture was not only crafted and made in Montana by Mary Michaels, a renowned artist in Montana. It was fired there and now we want to give it uh, a way to help others. Well, we appreciate that and I am going to encourage everybody who's listening to this episode out there in Wesselland, mark this on your calendar to go to that uh, party and see if maybe you can be the one who goes home with that sculpture. Awesome. We sure invite you all, and, and thank you so much, and congratulations again. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The show notes and the links from today's show can be found at the website wisdombywessa.com. And, of course, we always want to hear your feedback. There is a contact link on that website. The Wisdom by Wessa show will be published on the 15th and 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players, and you can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on your iOS or Android phone. You just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and super easy to use. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom by Wessa podcast. Wessa, where the industry meets.